All right, guys, the guys from last night, guys, um, got confirmed with Huff this morning. He does have a torn ACL. Um, they don't think there was any meniscus or anything, so it was as clean as it could be um, for just being ACL. Um, Shamar um, Jean Charles still has shoulder. He'll be day-to-day -day this week. And all other injuries, if there are any, will come out later today. It's still a little bit earlier, early for us, so go ahead. Kyle, how do you feel about just the you know the prospect of moving forward with Jair Brown and uh, what have you seen from him that has enabled him to put himself in that position to step in and start? Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons we went for him. We know we needed some depth there, and and the coolest thing about him is he's been practicing. I think you heard it from guys yesterday, but um, the way he's been practicing here every week, he's been practicing like he knew this moment was coming. Um, he's been locked in, extremely impressive for a rookie, and I think that's why he was ready for his moment last night and made some big plays that helped us win. So um, excited for him for his opportunity, but really bummed about Huff. Kyle, how would you say uh, Talendall was playing before the injury? I, I, thought, um, I thought he started out well. I thought he hit a little lull during the season in our skid. And I thought he played one of his best games versus Jacksonville. And um, I thought the same thing was going to happen here. But I thought he was going to end up having a real good year. Kyle, what's your assessment of the defense overall? It's been two, seems like, better games uh, performance-wise. Yeah, I think they did a – I mean, I think two weeks in a row they really um, played really well versus the run. Did a good job making the team one-dimensional. Um, I think they rallied big time, especially down there in the red zone, keeping them out on all those opportunities they had. They, they did a good job getting their hands on the ball, and um, not just with the PBUs, but also getting the turnovers. And I thought the pressure was pretty consistent through the game. So I think we've had um, two in a row going the right direction. Hey, Kyle, what, what happened with Tarverius Ward? Did, did he bang knees or something? And then uh, I guess it's how he's played the last couple of games, getting some key pass breakups. Yeah, I thought he had a hell of a game. I mean, I mean, some of those, I thought he had extremely good coverage on, on a number of those completions, too. I thought Baker had some really good throws um, and some tight coverage, um, but they had to be perfect because he was real sticky all day, got his hands on a number of balls. Um, would have picked that Hail Mary, but he did what he's coached to do. He knocked it down, so I thought that was good for him. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I didn't get any reports on him being hurt and talking to him after the game. I just think there was a collision that, um, I don't know, knocked the wind out of him or what on that one play, but he ended up um, having no issues. Kyle, is there a time frame for uh, Talanoa's surgery, and would he be expected to be fully recovered or at least ready for the 2024 season? Uh, yeah, just with the timing he did it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll need a plan for training camp, but um, with the time and everything, everything goes smoothly. He should be ready for week one. How did uh, how did Brock Purdy's film look uh, a day later? Not even a day later, but how did it look? Um, it looks a lot like it did live. I mean, he he played at a real high level, made real good decisions, was very smart with the ball, um, and he played like his numbers looked. It was it was very impressive. I I asked a question yesterday yet? after the game, Kyle, about you know if teams are playing him to take away the underneath stuff. I guess. My my bigger question is that um, 
you know, when he came out of the draft, there's a lot of talk about his arm strength. Has that been any hindrance at all for him? And maybe is his arm even stronger than you thought it was when you guys drafted him? I think it's definitely stronger than what we thought it was when we drafted him. Um, but we saw that the first day out of rookie minicamp. Um, I think when people talk about arm strength, it's, I mean, yeah, can he make a, can he sit there and take three hitches and make the wrong decision and just wait and throw it 70 yards down the field? Um, probably not. But when do you ever want a guy to do that? On a Hail Mary, maybe. But um, you like guys who can make all the throws and the timing of the play, um, which is usually going by the right decisions and um, when to throw it deep, when to throw it short, when to check it down, when to go over the middle. And um, Brock's always had the arm strength to make all those throws. Kyle, now that you've had two games with Chase Young, what is he bringing to this defense? Um, I mean, Chase is a real good rusher, and he's really physical versus the run. Um, so just adding to the collective unit, which has been huge for us. It's that's We try to have strength in numbers um, with our D-line. We try to keep them fresh. We try to keep them going. Um, so it's not just having to depend on one or two guys to make guys – to make O-linemen miss to get sacks. It's creating edges on people, making the quarterback move, making the quarterback watch the rush. And, and when you have more guys out there, it just it's really what makes it go. And um, adding Chase has, has been a huge one for a unit, and that helps everyone else. And then he individually is good enough to make the plays too, which he's gotten those ops and he's come through with them. Well, do you have a well, kind of earlier in the Seahawks? Sorry. Dan, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Kyle, early in the game, Elijah Mitchell went in for a series, uh, didn't go back in much else. Was there uh, Christian being like needing a break or was it just a change of pace? No, all of that's when, you know, Christian had gone 18 plays in a row and um, and Bobby will get on the headset and say, hey, Kyle, he's gone 18. I'm going to start this series out with Elijah. Are you good with that? And I say, yeah, go ahead. And then we started out that way, and then we just rotate Christian usually when it gets to a third down. Um, but we just we try to mix it up, so you try to balance it out as well as you can. That's kind of what happened to us in that Rams game back in week two when um, we all the times we were going to take him out to spell him, there was a, a timeout or a two-minute warning or something. He ended up getting his rest. So you always want to rest Christian. Um, it's hard to take him out because how good he is in every phase of the game. But we also got some really good backups too, so we got to make sure we mix them out, keep them healthy and fresh, and, and it's real random with that and how it goes. Uh, you guys are you guys are t- uh, I think a one touchdown favorite going into Seattle, which is the biggest uh, I think that the 49ers have been since going up there um, since realignment in 2002. Is that you know gambling stuff aside? I mean that reflects pretty well on where this team has come in the last couple of weeks. So just how do you feel? about the team's momentum and uh, just the, the, the challenge that, that it is playing up there? Um, anything that you start out with numbers like that and stuff, that's all just set up. So we don't – I don't think about that at all. But I don't care what the situation, who's playing, what the teams are like. You go up to Seattle, um, it's, it's, it's as hard as it gets. And it's one of the toughest places to play in the NFL, if not the toughest. Um, they have a certain style there that – and the way they play, that is harder to deal with on the road because of how loud it is and the, the snap count disadvantage. Um, so it, it's always tough to go there. And I also know, just starting with them today, how many good players they have, how well they're coached, and um, how big of a challenge it will be this Thursday. 
Kyle, it looks like Geno Smith and, and Walker might be legitimately questionable. Does you know, their kind of iffy status change anything about the way you guys prepare? No, no, it doesn't. You never know anything for sure. And um, But regardless, it doesn't change anything. You always got to assume they're going to be there. But if they're not, not going to do anything differently. And also, you, the defense played, um, I think, 71 snaps, which is you know maybe a, a little, little bit more than normal. Do you? I assume you're going to get them off their feet a lot this week anyway. But just as the uh, their workload Sunday changed the way you you might tweak the the schedule. No, the the schedule is as tweaked as much as it can be. We don't do one thing full speed. We don't see them today. If we let them sleep in more tomorrow than usual, um, no. So I mean, in seventy is not that bad. I mean, it could be a lot worse. You wish it was better, but um, but now we can't tweak any more than we do. All right. Kyle, have you ever coached on Thanksgiving before? And my next, my follow-up to that would be, uh, like, what's your most fondest, your greatest memory of uh, just Thanksgiving football? And that could be, you know, whether you're coaching, whether it's as a kid with your dad coaching. Um, I mean, I always loved Thanksgiving growing up because you just get to watch football all day and um, usually wait for my dad to get home. We all sit there starving, and he gets home about five minutes before a meal. That's usually a few hours later than everyone else's. So we're all irritated with them. And now I'm in that role. Uh, uh, but no, we got to play on Thanksgiving in Dallas when I was at Washington and uh, we had a huge win. I think we were, ended up getting, we started out three and six that year and had to go on a big run. And we had a big game versus Dallas, which I kind of, I feel like led our team for the rest of the year to get to the playoffs. So that was one of the more fun Thanksgiving days I've had in the NFL. You know, guys, Kyle, Kyle Dorsey yeah. seems to have been having higher production lately. Is it just him playing better? Is the opportunities? Uh, what's led to his uh, uptick in production? I, I, honestly, when George when George just strings together healthy weeks, uh, it's it's always just a matter of time for him. Uh, George does so much in the run game and the pass game. Um, the way he plays, every now and then he gets some setbacks, which take him back a little bit. Um, make it a little harder for him to practice and things. But once he gets healthy and can get a few weeks in a row, it just it always takes care of itself. George is so explosive and consistent in what he does. Um, you know, we went into that game uh, not sure how many opportunities he would get, and he ended up getting more than anybody. And that really, you don't, you don't totally, you're not just looking at the openers or anything, thinking that by any means. You don't really think that with any of our guys. It's pretty balanced, and you just see where the coverages take it. Um, but the way George plays, the way our offense is, how things tie into the run and the pass game together, um, and how good George is, that it's usually something we don't have to force. It's just a matter of time. Okay, one more. Uh, obviously, there's a huge amount of familiarity between the teams. I think this will be, what, your 14th meeting against Pete Carroll? What does he, I mean, do you kind of know that he knows? I mean, obviously he doesn't know everything, but I guess is there a different element in preparing for a team like this? I realize all all division teams know each other, but maybe there's a, a, another layer to it uh, with, with Carol and the Seahawks. Um, I, I don't know. Does it change anything, or is it a unique situation just because of the familiarity? Um, I mean, they've changed their coordinators a little bit over these seven years, so sometimes their scheme changes a little bit, but while while when Pete's there, their style's always the same. I mean, they, they, they're like him. They, they play with a certain type of energy. They run around. They make plays. Um, even if something bad happens, they usually always overcome it. Um, so their style and just how they look and 
um, really the character they show on tape is is always a huge challenge, <clears throat> and that starts with Pete. All right, thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you, Jack. Uh -huh.